0: The Connell Tribune, Thursday, 14th of February, 2019. Where have all the nurses gone? The story of Florence Nightingale is one of those tales from her childhood that is firmly imprinted on our minds. Similar to Martin Luther and the Reformation, Gutenberg and the printing press, the American Revolution, Jesus and the stable, Lenin and the Russian Revolution, the legend of the Roman Empire, renaissance world war one leonardo da vinci michelangelo shakespeare easter rising and Patrick pierce names and historical events that rest in our subconsciousness we recall them as major developments in history and no one more so than florence nightingale the icon of the nursing profession she crossed my subconsciousness as the nurses took to the picket line and marching from the Garden of Remembrance to government buildings, through O'Connell Street and over the Liffey and their tens of thousands, as they sent a strong message to Leo and Simon that they've had enough. The modern nursing profession owes its place to the efforts of Florence Nightingale back in the 1860s. She's historically known for her sterling efforts during the Crimean War, when she organized and trained nurses caring for casualties of the conflict. She mobilised a group of nurses, 50 in total, with 15 Catholic nuns amongst them. In difficult conditions, she understood the problems with hygiene and infections, which could, which could kill as much as artillery shells. Her influence in the nursing profession are profound and long-lasting. Totally focused on cleanliness within hospital wards. We can see her influence today as every few yards there's a hand sanitizer to clean your hands when we visit a hospital. He has It has its origins back in the Crimean War with the Lady of the Lamp. Six months spent in hospital. During the past two years, I've had the misfortune to spend nearly six months in various hospitals. UCHG, James and Beaumont in Dublin. Aortic valve replaced three times in a brain hemorrhage. Life-threatening stuff. I had an outpatient appointment virtually every other week and I've seen a lot of the interior of some of the best hospitals in recent times. But hospitals at the end of the day are only buildings. It's the people who work in them that are the most important factor. And while highly paid hospital management may direct operations, it's the nursing community we owe massive respect. These wonderful angels following in the footsteps of Florence Nightingale deserve recognition and reward for the great job they do. They are the caring face of the much maligned HSE and NHS. The hand to hold for comfort when patients wait news of their child. For the elderly sharing empathy as they enter the end of life scenario. The link between consultant, doctor and family when events like the horrific crash in Guido are visited on a community. The staff nurse who struggles to keep everything on track while understaffed, the midwife delivering new babies, the hospice nurse who has cared for her parents and loved ones. They hold her hands as we enter life and as we leave it. They are a magnificent cohort of workers who really are much more than just workers. It's a vocation, a profession, a calling, a career choice not chosen likely. If you're not of the caring kind, then you have no place as a nurse. It has to be in the heart more than a pay packet. It's been a person with a caring capacity who can see the person behind the patient. It's not about watching the clock to beat the traffic home. It's so much more, and that's why the present situation highlighted by our nurses and the INMO union with the HSE and our Taoiseach and ministers has enraged the general public, who see overpaid politicians ex- excuse the overrun and cost of the new children's hospital by four hundred and fifty million to a staggering potential of two billion. Yet Leo and Sam and Harris consider the nurses' demands outrageous. Let's clarify the situation from the outset. The nurses aren't solely looking for a pay increase, although a few extra bob wouldn't do no harm if you've a massive mortgage, small children, and crazy crash charges. No, the nurses are adamant the major problems are the working conditions they have to endure. Risky situations related to staff shortages where care is compromised and while striving to deliver a first world health service and conditions that would make third world medical staff shower. As I said previously, having spent the last few years in and out of hospital, been in a very critical state, indeed on in life support, I feel justified in addressing this issue we may face and our nurses are facing every day. Our health service, I've recently heard it referred to as a sinking ship, a sort of Titanic without the iceberg. If that's the case, I have to say it's thanks to the nurses then for making every effort to keep it afloat. While some of the politicals move the chairs around in the hope of keeping it from sinking, the nurses are continually lowering the lifeboat single-handed to keep patients safe in overcrowded corridors and wards. Throughout my previous visits to Beaumont Jameses and UCHG I've seen spoken to an assisted holding a door for our dedicated hard-working smiling exhausted nurses both my partner and my daughter are nurses as are several cousins in Glasgow within the NHS and it's no better they are contrary to perception here have experienced their frustration at how the system works their feeling of despair Tiredness and dismay as they endeavour to deliver comfort and medical care to those in need But find their hands tied by a system which fails to deliver The frustration isn't confined to hospital, but they end up bringing their frustrations home with them Well, there's an A&E manager, a ward sister, staff nurse nurse specialist, community nurse, psychiatric nurse, care of the elderly nurse their pent up frustrations come with the territory. They bring it home, it takes a couple of hours to calm down and relax after a day in the front line. I've seen long arranged plans cancelled, neighbours calling for advice, a man tell me that he believes his wife was saved by quick action long after working hours by my partner. Like all nurses, should never talk about things like that. Patient confidentiality never compromised and if no doubt the same can be said about almost any nurse we know who as well as being a nurse is also a wife husband, partner, mother, daughter, son, granddaughter, grandson they were all marching down O'Connell Street and over the Leffey last Saturday in their tens of thousands supported by the general public and workers throughout the community Nurses have never been placed in this position in the history of their noble profession it's an alien concept to them, but it also reflects their pent up frustration with the government doesn't appear to place much emphasis on the role of nurses in society today. It appears now that the term whistleblower has been brought, in, brought to a new height by our nurses communicating their appeal for safer staffing, for safer care. This should be a concern to us all. We need to listen to what their concerns are. Fitting round plugs into a square socket will no longer work. Nurses are no longer prepared to risk patients' care or patients' lives and compromise their own nursing registration. Nursing is a universal language and newly qualified nurses are no longer staying around but taking the Michael O'Leary way to the UK or our lingus to Dubai. The only way to keep our nurses from leaving is to enhance their work conditions and pay them the wage that reflects their skill and knowledge. Only then we be able to retain them which in turn should entice those that have left or are planning to leave, to stay or come back. Our nurses are highlighting that the pay factor is not the crucial problem leading the nurses to strike but the conditions they labour under due to staff shortages. Leo and others don't seem to understand this. The flights of the modern day wild geese is resulting in nursing shortages throughout the system. Okay, they're young and are of the chance to travel, get new experiences and possibly a better quality of life. A low 10 euros a pint of McGilligans in Dubai might not make up for the real tan amid 40 degrees of heat. But the travel bug doesn't account for the numbers of young nurses have on the system at home. How many of the cohort of 2017 who graduated are still working in Ireland. The reality is wages are way better in the Republic rather than the UK and the six counties, which peels into insignificance in comparison. So why the incessant flow of nurses to London? Different conditions obviously. Strikes create difficult situations. They involve picket lanes, workers protesting, placards, marching up and down the road, guitars and mandolins, impromptu sing songs and newly created lyrics. Leo where have all the nurses gone but there's also the danger for nasty scenes and picket lines although it's unlikely in this situation but some less principled individuals are tempted to cross the picket line and aggression follows we all remember the minor strikes in Britain during the crazy Thatcher times or the Dunn strike against apartheid the, the Garde, Blue Flu, teachers, ambulance staff, Dublin bus Lewis and of course the infamous Dublin lockout in 1913. Whole communities can become immersed in a strike situation. It can divide a community. I can recall the Milford flour Mill strike in the 80s. Crossing picket lanes can be one of the most evasive actions taken especially in a small knit community. It can split families and friends. As Christy Moore sang, the owner says he's sad to see that things have got so bad but the captains of industry won't let him lose. He still drives a car and smokes his cigar and still takes his family on a cruise. He'll never lose. In 2019, it's less likely that we would ever arrive in a situation like that, and with the goodwill and support the nurses have from the public, from their international colleagues and their medical colleagues. It's more likely the present government would suffer from the effects of a long drawn out strike rather than the nurses. As I write this, talks between both parties are ongoing in the Labour Court. There's a reluctance within government to concede to the nurses in case it escalates to other workers and we have the domino effect. I believe that the nurses are the backbone of our health service. We'll not have a satisfactory service without them. It's time that your voices were heard. We need a safe health service. We have been told that it is unsafe. Are we prepared to accept this?